Hey everyone, it's Brianna. And this is Gwen. And you're listening to The The Page Turner. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Page Turner. As always, I'm Brianna. And I'm Gwen. And happy March. March is a good month. Can't believe it's already March. I don't know why when you said that, I immediately thought, like, I can't believe it's not butter, which has nothing to do with months. But March is a good month, and do you know why? It's your birthday. It's not till the very end, but yes, March is my birthday month. Yeah, so that's what I personally look forward to. (laughs) Here at the library, uh, we might have some decorations up for St. Patrick's Day, but I think it's a pretty... Pretty pretty, mellow month. Yeah, chill month. Yeah. I don't know. Personally, I'm going to be celebrating St. Patty's Day because I'm Irish. Ooh, that's cool. What do you do over here? And I guess this will be a page perspective. Yeah. <laughs> um, mostly, I just, it's kind of embarrassing, but I always watch uh, the Boondock Saints. Oh, really? <laughs> and eat Irish carbon cupcakes. But <laughs> Ooh, I feel like you brought me one. I one probably time. have. It's yeah. like everybody's favorite. Yeah. It, they're really good. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. St. Patty's Day to me is celebrating my heritage. Cool. Uh, let us know what you're doing for March. Any exciting plans? <laughs> I know for the high school that it's not quite spring break. Yeah. Um, but for college students um, and alike, they're going to be hitting their spring break. So all you teens out there, hang on. You're almost there. <laughs> it's almost time. But yeah, what did we read this month? This month we read the first in the Pendragon series, which is The Merchant of Death. By DJ McHale, mm-hmm. yes. And why did we read this book? Somebody's favorite. Yes, this for is for somebody's my... birthday. Yeah, exactly. So um, we did a little special one. This is my favorite childhood book series, even more so than Harry Potter growing up. And like Gwen said, it's called the Pendragon series. <laughs> And we have it here at the Los Gatos Library. We have all 10 books in the series, but we did not read all 10 books for this podcast. I was not going to make Gwen do that. (laughs) Well, I'm in classes right now. There's no way I could do that. Yeah, me too. We had to, uh, I had the benefit because I'd already read it before, but poor Gwen here. (laughs) But yeah, so let's go into our non-spoilery section. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the author. Mm-hmm. Just very briefly, because uh, one of my favorite facts about him is that he co-created the Nickelodeon show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Do you remember that show? I remember it. I don't remember watching it. Yeah, it was almost like a, I, w- I don't want to say a cultural phenomenon, because it wasn't a phenomenon, but every kid knew about it, mm-hmm. I feel like, Whether in the or 90s. not they watched it. Yes. And it kind of is what it sounds like it was a creepy show yeah that had a lot of scary scenarios and you think it'd be right up my alley as a kid yeah so i loved scary stories like the ones scary stories you read in the dark yeah frightening and they're making a movie of that are they really a tv show or something yeah so you'll have to check that out because it looks creepy um and you just felt really cool as a kid if you, like, were able to watch <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know, because yeah. it was not a kid-friendly show, but it came on at, like, a reasonable, well, a late hour for, you know, being a little kid. When it was dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> so, yeah, really kind of old reference for us, but, mm-hmm. yeah. So I remember finding that out and thinking that was really cool because it's no big deal creating a TV show yeah. and helping to write it and direct and execute it. So, yeah. 
Now, Gwen, this is only book one of ten, so please give me a rating, but be kind. <coughs> well, I'll be kind, but I'm also going to be realistic. I would give realistic. It a- I love how you didn't even say honest. You just <laughs> said realistic. Like you need to know the truth. <laughs> um, I'd give it a. Th- Three, maybe a 3.5. Okay, love that. That's really good coming from you because, <laughs> I mean, roll the tape. <laughs> all, all the other ones, I'd say even a little bit harsher towards. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, three. It was a an average book to me. Yeah. I didn't find it to be, like, revolutionary. But then again, I'm reading it as an adult. It's mm-hmm. a children's book. I'm reading it when it's like 20 years old and so it's a little outdated like it Mm -hmm. definitely brought me back to the 90s yeah i mean the last book came out when i maybe was entering high school Mm -hmm. and so i had been reading it since like seventh grade or something so it kind of ended right yeah in that pivotal moment so reading it as an adult it's very much like yeah i don't really know what i'm getting out of this as an adult it's as if i hadn't read harry potter when i was a child and then i'd like would go back and read it as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's all of those people, like all of my friends now, mm-hmm. who had like never read it as a child, and me asking them to love Harry Potter the way I do mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. but they don't have the sentimentality of it. They don't have that part of them like growing up with Harry and exactly. being a child yeah. when they discovered this world. So you know, it's yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and. I mean, I think it's pretty fair, too, that you didn't, you don't think it's awful. It's mm-hmm. just, I think a three is, like, it didn't do anything for me um, in terms of it didn't move me one way or the other. Yeah. It was just, okay, I'm reading a young kid's story. It's an average book. Yeah. And, um, well, I mean, we already know what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it yeah. five out of five stars. But, again, though, I am rating it from what I know of the series as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, I would say I think the first book's really intriguing. It's really exciting. It's adventurous. It's also very middle schoolish. He er, and early high schoolish. It, you know, I was gonna say how it starts, but that would be spoilerish. So <laughs> we'll say that for later. But um, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this book and why I really hope that people listening that have kids will pick up this book at our library um, is that the growth is incredible. And mm-hmm. I think one of the best things when going back and reading kids' book, even as an adult is the growth from the character. Because there's a lot of series books that kids love, and I love too, like let's say Nancy Drew, where there's not really any plot development, and the characters are all kind of the same caricatures of themselves from book to book. It's like, it's as if they are the same moment in time. So I was, yeah, like stuck in time. different universes, they're just solving different mysteries, mysteries but it's the same person at the same age there's no growth they didn't learn from the past and in part i feel like that's because that way it allows them to like stick to the formula mm-hmm. and you can yeah. jump in at any point Very and not formulaic. be lost exactly like if you want to start on book 12 of nancy drew series <laughs> you're gonna be fine you like you don't have to have the background because it's the same in every book yeah exactly but i think middle school is the perfect time and age well that's really where you start branching out of that mm-hmm. you want big adventures you want what's going to happen to this character and i think this book series is a great introduction and uh you know if we want to move into characters now this book series for me as a kid had the first like 
female character mm-hmm. as a kid and probably the only female character as a kid from books that I really felt like, oh, that could be me. Like, yeah. I can see that character as being me, and it felt so good. So, yeah. The and music, that yeah. totally explains, like, your reason for loving the book so much. <laughs> it's just because everybody wants that. Everybody wants to have that moment of, like, I could be this character, and she's doing amazing things. Yeah, she's and awesome. I could do amazing things because this character Exactly. Is so it's totally understandable, especially because you found it at such a young age. Mm-hmm that you would love it so much because it exemplified all these things that you could be, all of your potential that you didn't fully see in anything else when you were that age. Yeah, and I was a big reader as a kid. So to have one character out of all the books I read is, you know, not a great ratio, (laughs) but I do hold on very dearly to that one. And, you know, book six, I think it is, or seven, The Rivers of Zada in this series is all about her and her culture and where she comes from. Mm -hmm. And so I think, again, for young kids, um, even kids entering high school maybe, I would say like 7th grade through 10th is the perfect time to start it. And it, it does so many of those things well. So the character grows, you see him get older, just like with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You're on his journey, you see him go from not understanding things to being maybe a little clueless, a little, you know, maybe spoiled, a little selfish, to really going into him as he runs into all kinds of scenarios over the course of ten books. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, honestly, I would say, same as you, like, if... For example, your kid really likes Harry Potter and mm-hmm. you're looking for the next series for them, this would be a good place to start. Yeah. These are pro- yeah. There is a lot of similarity in them. Yeah. It's about a young man going on an adventure, entering well, he enters multiple worlds, but mm-hmm. yeah, just a whole different environment. Yeah. Um and I I again I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but I think that and Harry Potter are the only two series that weren't um, kind of repetitive or formulaic that yeah. I really actually enjoyed and read growing up. So mm-hmm. we have it here at the library. Come check it out. I know I've already said that, but it's really <laughs> good. Yeah. So you only know my rating, five out of five. Yeah. I would say if I'm being on, like, I guess just this book, like, no, mm-hmm. not the series, I would say probably a four. Okay. Because, again, you're starting from a character's perspective that I don't 100% relate to. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, is this kind of, like, where is this going? Is this kind of going to be, like, could I pick up just another book and it's going to be the same story? So you could finish the one being, like, interesting. I'm intrigued. But I'm definitely going to need to keep going on this journey to get the full picture. And, yeah, Gwen, you want to tell us? Oh, tell us. <laughs> I mean, I know. Spoiler alert. But <laughs> do you want to tell everyone what we're reading next? Because it's your favorite author, or one of your favorite authors. Yeah, not my actual favorite author, but, like, up there. Mm -hmm. Next, we're reading Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson, which is a YA novel. Mm -hmm. So teen. Uh, Yeah, so look forward to that discussion. Yes. And as always, we're not giving you any clues about what it's about. So you can look it up and read along with us in preparation for the next episode. Mm -hmm. To close the non-spoilery section, we're going to do what we always do, which is say our favorite quotes. Uh, Gwen, you want to go first? Sure. So my quote is, The bottom line is that I made the right decision. So maybe it's okay to think like a weenie sometimes, so long as you don't act like one. (laughs) There's a grand philosophy in there someplace. (laughs) I love that. And actually, your quote kind of goes with my quote, which is, whenever you look back and say, if, you know you're in trouble. 
There is no such thing as if. The only thing that matters is what really happened. So, I like that quote. Yeah. By the way. I love you it. stole it from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, okay, I saw it, but didn't know you picked it. And then I had written it down, and Gwen was like, oh, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. Um, but, yeah, we're going to, because I want to expand on these quotes. Mm-hmm. Now move into the spoilery section. Yeah. So. Get up real quick. Turn off your phone if you don't want to listen to this. Uh, As Brianna says, throw your phone across the room. (laughs) Quick, pull out the headphone jack. Yeah. Pause. Whatever. You've had your warning, and now we're going into the spoiler. So this quote I love because the world. So the boy's name is Bobby Pendragon. And he's getting ready to go to a high school basketball game. But his childhood crush comes over and admits her love for him. Well, his uncle shows up and is like, we're going on an adventure. And it turns out that there's ten realities. And this guy named St. Dane is trying to take over them all. Which you don't find out till the end of the book. Exactly. So that was a major spoiler right up front. <laughs> we go hard here. So... <laughs> That's how we like to do it. And um, because we actually had discussed this before the podcast, we wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about the overall theme and what's really going on here to build hype for, I mean, the other books as well. Because I think if we only focused on the storyline for this one, it would kind of miss the point of what the whole series is about. Mm -hmm. So with these multiple realities, you know, if you go into one, if you mess something up and you come back later, there's a lot of time things here that you can mess stuff up so Mm. whenever you look back and say if like you can't do that because it's just going to be written the way it's written well this is also just has to do with like one of my personal philosophies of like regret Mm. is a pretty useless emotion it's Uh. only useful in the fact that it can tell you when you've done something wrong Mm -hmm. a behavior or something that is bad and results in bad things and so the only thing you can do then is change that behavior for the future yeah but beyond that like regretting something has absolutely nothing to change it so i feel like it really encapsulated that like personal philosophy that i've had for years yeah. So, like, I, I just liked that. I yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah. And to relate to Bobby, he, at some point, is wishing, like, I should have just, like, not followed my uncle. I mean, he doesn't yeah. really have a choice. What is he going to do? Your uncle shows up. Like, he's an adult. You have to listen to him. Because, you know, he almost got his first kiss on the porch. And instead, he's now... Oh, he did get his first kiss. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. He did get it. But he, <laughs> he wants to be back with Courtney. Yeah. Um, the love of his life. And... <laughs> He is not. He's now separated from her by time and space. So he does sometimes think, like, I don't really want this. Like, I just wanted to go to my basketball game. Sometimes, dude, for the first, like, half of the book, if not more than that, he is constantly complaining about his situation and how he got into it and how he should never have listened to his uncle. I mean, to be fair, it does kind of stink. It does. It's not a great situation to be thrust into, but also at a certain point, Complaining only takes you so far. Yeah, like you're here. You can't get back until you complete this mission or trip or whatever it is. Um, So I did find the main character a little annoying at some points because mm -hmm. of that sort of thing. He was very, I don't want to say bro. (laughs) He was very 90s, like, teenage, Mm -hmm. what, what do you call him, like? protagonist in a Disney movie. Oh, okay. Very yeah. specifically like he had that 
air about him of just kind of conceited, but like thinks he knows everything and, yeah. and has it all under control and he's just but then when it's out a of basketball control, he star complains. but like the second he loses control yeah. he's lo- he's lost his mind yeah <laughs> and he's wanting someone to take care of everything yeah. and no very and I think that's again why I mean it's targeted towards middle school and early high schoolers so I yeah. think again as an adult reading it as an adult you're like what am I yeah what am I getting out of this yeah I mean I guess that's a lesson I've already learned yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like... As, as we okay. go back and have been reading YA stories yeah. and things, we we finish them, but we're also like... And sometimes we enjoy them, but we're also like, I... Okay, this definitely wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Or like, in terms of the drawing you in. Like, this was not targeted to draw you specifically yeah. in your demographic, even though the story was quite good, or you mm-hmm. end up enjoying it. Yeah. And so that's a really interesting perspective, too, because we purposely are picking things that we wouldn't pick all the time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's a change in things. I know. I mean, I had no desire before the podcast to, like, try things that yeah. I would never have tried before. I had no reason to go back to read juvenile fiction because mm-hmm. I was not planning to be a children's librarian. I'm, like, yeah. I'm going to be an adult. Yeah, exactly. Reference librarian, that's my plan. (laughs) So I had very little reason to go back and learn about that and read them and read these stories that people love so much. No, exactly. But I'm glad we're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, and and this is, I don't remember if I said this earlier, but this is a book, again, that if you have kids that you should read with them or out loud to them or just make it a discussion. Yeah, make it something fun. And I've said that about Harry Potter too. That's something that I don't think as a kid I think it's better not in isolation. So one of the really interesting concepts is that they have these things called travelers. So he is tra- a traveler, but then they have acolytes, mm-hmm. I believe is how you pronounce it, where you have to keep a journal as a traveler because it's important to have records of your your mission and your journey. And he sends them back home to his crush and his best friend, which actually turn out to are going to be his accolades. Accolades. Yeah. For Originally, him. he was just sending them to his best friend, so he wrote all the de- like all the details about oh, like that kiss and all that. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, you." You let her read them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Because she's really worried because they, they've known each other for a long time. It's not like they never had any interaction before growing up. Mm-hmm. So when he doesn't turn up to school, she's, like, worried about him, obviously, and yeah. hunts down his best friend and is like, where is he? Where's Bobby? He yeah. stood me up. <laughs> and, yeah, so he was writing about everything that happened, including the kiss, and then for him to find out that she's been reading that, is, yeah. that was Comedy gold, really funny. Oh my gosh, can you imagine as a middle middle schooler? And, uh, yeah, and petrifying. Knowing that that happened, I'd be yeah. so embarrassed. Um, yeah, so he sends he sends his journals to them to, to keep his public record, and at some points, you know, he might want advice or help, but they can't really aren't supposed to send things over to him or help him in any direct way because. The timeline, like, and that, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I, It's so funny because I'm not normally into time traveling things or dimensions, other worlds, but I love the concept that you can't, you have to take action, but you can't intermix worlds. Like, you can't bring a cell phone or a flashlight to an older civilization. 
Yeah, you, uh, his uncle said at the beginning, like, you can't bring anything into the world that they don't have mm-hmm. here already. Yeah. He doesn't explain why you can't, <laughs> but he says, like... And Bobby's like, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> promptly ignores that yeah. rule. He at one point brings a flashlight over. And a CD player. Oh, I forgot. about <laughs> the CD player. Talk about... Woo! Um, uh, yeah. Throwback. Right? Walkman. Um... <laughs> And because, it, because I mean, I could see that. Like, the train of thought is, well, we could do this so much quicker. Yeah. Because they travel through these underground mines, and he's like, why aren't we using a flashlight? Like, I could help you out here. Mm-hmm. But then you have people that will want to take it apart. They'll find out about batteries. They'll find out how to build big weapons. They'll find out how to... How, they'll tip the scales too hard into one side. Yeah. And in this book, they deal with kind of civil war going on between uh, people and putting technology into either side, even the good side, is really a bad idea. It especially throws off the balance. Yeah, and especially because you don't stay in that world. So you just help, you're leaving them with really dangerous tools and you're not checking up on them, like, every no. week. And I think to St. Dane, the evil guy, he's all about that balance, too. Mm-hmm. So you're almost playing into his hand, too, by... Because he his goal is to destabilize all these universes. So... I mean, that's tricky. I don't know. I don't think I'd be a very good time traveler, to be <laughs> honest, because I'd probably just want to go home, too, especially now, to, like, the internet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Could you imagine no, like, sewage? Oh, no sewage. <laughs> Shout out to the Industrial <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> You're a real one. No fridges. Nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Not even ice boxes. No. Oh, my gosh. I don't, yeah. I'm far too accustomed to our conveniences yeah. these days. So I, it's a little understandable that Bobby was annoyed getting sent oh, yeah. to this ancient civilization. Especially when his uncle really didn't explain anything. Nothing. To him. Like, just was like, go into this room and say this word. And he got sucked into another world. Yeah. He, he had no idea what was going on. Yeah. When he first arrived, thankfully, his uncle made it to him enough to tell him, like, hey, don't bring any, like, technology that they don't yeah. have here. Yeah, empty the pockets, leave yeah. the phone at the door. <laughs> leave your clothes here, we're gonna put on Yeah, not even clothes, because, yeah. of course, it's suspicious to have new yeah. materials. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, the new materials of mm-hmm. things could build new things or do bad new things, and, um... Yeah, it's, it's interesting, but then, you know, also you can understand... Bobby's confusion because his uncle literally just starts spouting off these rules but doesn't explain no, not at all. the reason for any of it. And not even like why him of yeah. all things. Like you don't have any other... You don't find out really until the end. Yeah, exactly. Why Bobby or like anything. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, I did want to talk about the... Because, I mean, you read sci-fi sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and fantasy. I lean more towards fantasy. Fantasy. What do you think of the way that the, he travels between worlds? Because the running theory in real life is that, and I'm not a scientist, is that you have to, for us to travel between worlds or even to do, like, apparition or anything like that, we have to reassemble our atoms. Mm-hmm. But for him, he has to. He travels through this, like, rainbow tube, through a portal. Well, it reminds me a lot of, like... Uh, Viking mythology. Oh, okay. How's so, that? you know, you have the Rainbow Road, which you can see, like, Familiar, hinted okay. at. <laughs> we all know that's what we The thought. Rainbow Bridge, wh- whatever. Uh, <laughs> you can see hints of that in, like, Thor. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. So. Those are all things they the, actually the bio, pulled. They call it in the Biofrost. The Bifrost, yeah. Uh, they pulled that actually from 
Nordic mythology. Oh. And that's how their gods traveled. So really? But between, like, there's three worlds. I'm not as familiar with Nordic mythology as I am with, say, like, Greek. Mm-hmm. But... I know there are hints of that in the story. There's also the hint of it being, you know, his last name's Pendragon. Like we all know, Arthur Pendragon. Yeah, so (laughs) I think a lot of stuff was pulled from, like, classic mythology. Okay. And fairy tales. That's neat. So you see little hints of that in there. I don't know how much of it like because I'm not as familiar with some of those things as I am with other things. Like if it was, and there are some Greek like themes in there mm-hmm. but i'm not as familiar with the nordic stuff or which is surprising because but that's a, Nord, a good point because you were able to catch that because of the other mythology and mm-hmm. fairy tale like things um because i didn't catch any of that and I'm, yeah i mean well i mean you were also younger when you read yeah, it yeah that's true too <laughs> so. when i first read it i wasn't really picking up on all these references but that's really cool mm-hmm. and i think in terms of realism <laughs> Are we ever going to rearrange our atoms, or do you think opening portals is more likely? I, who's to say, really? I'm not a scientist, so I have no No, not at all. I think I'd rather prefer, but maybe not. What if the portal, like, collapses in on itself? I mean, here's the thing. If you're opening portals and you don't understand the science behind it, the, like, the safety of actually using (laughs) that thing is not high, so (laughs) honestly, I would prefer it being a the other way because they would understand like if they like if it's magic or whatever you don't have that understanding you don't know the things that could go wrong so you don't know how to make precautions and or fix it when it does go wrong yeah you know you're kind of playing with fire either way but yeah at least with if it's based on science you're just you're a little bit safer yeah instead of Look, I promise if you go in here, you're going to end up over there. See you on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> but also being raised on fantasy books, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. You, you before Let's the portal? Go. Yeah. The portal, yeah. No, 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 yeah. That's what I, yeah. Let's just go on I was an like, adventure. I know you have a preference. <laughs> Tell me, which one? Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's cool. I think the world thing is so cool. Mm. And, um, Every book deals with a different world. Sometimes there's three Earths. So this is a little, like, future spoilers. Mm -hmm. Um, There's three Earths. So first Earth, past, second Earth, present, third Earth, future. Mm. And it's so cool. It deals with some historical stuff. I think that's another good thing about this book series is it introduces a lot of concepts about society, civil wars, history. I actually remember looking up a couple things when I was reading these books because I was like, Oh, that really happened yeah. in my, you know, in America's history. Mm-hmm. So it just it it has it all. It has a sprinkling of everything. I will also say I should have added this earlier. It does remind me a little bit of the Chronicles of Crestomancy, which is a series I, I read as a child. Yeah, and it sort of is the same in that there's only a few people who can travel between these worlds, and there's multiple worlds. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of different in that the people who can travel between the worlds actually have, like, multiple lives. Because the theory is that the people who don't have multiple lives have an individual version of themselves in each of the worlds. Oh. And the people who don't have those individual persons, all of those lives are compacted into one person. That, okay, I love that. Like... Oh, I love, see, I love all those, again, not a scientist, none of us are, but I I mean, I studied philosophy in college, and I love thinking about all these Mm -hmm. things, like, and this book is the reason why I knew I wanted to study philosophy, because of all those multiple 
things and what does it mean and you know mm-hmm. all that good stuff um then that's perfect because you just gave us a what you should read yeah <laughs> i wish i'd said it earlier but yeah <laughs> and honestly i don't remember that much because it's been so long <laughs> since i've read that yeah. series but i remember like having all of that explained in the book and just be like that's really cool yeah oh and um that's by diana jones awesome uh that's a great recommendation because it's another kid's book yeah yeah and then i honestly and truly don't have one for you know Mm -hmm. one that i've already read and you know i want to recommend things that we have read of course (laughs) um so i mentioned harry potter a lot so check out harry potter if you haven't already uh never too late to start reading that so, yeah. Um, Want to close us out? Yeah, that about wraps it up for us. Reminder, next time we'll be reading Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, and I'm excited because this will be my first Sanderson book, and I've heard you mention him. I know it's different because you read his adult stuff normally. Yeah. So, and it'll be, so it'll it'll be, be new for both of us. Yeah, it's new for both of us because I don't read too much YA, so it'll be interesting to see how he approaches YA novels. Yeah, but it definitely, because it's going to definitely be a different type of genre and way yeah. smaller. Oh, yeah. Because his adult books Just are... Just looking at the outside of it, I'm like, that is a small Sanderson yeah. novel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're both excited, and thank you so much for listening, as always. I'm Brianna. And I'm Gwen. And this has been The Page Turner. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or on our webpage via direct RSS feed. We would be very grateful if you would subscribe or write a review wherever you listen. Thank you all for listening. This has been The Page Turner. The views and opinions expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the Los Gatos Library or the town of Los Gatos.